This is fascinating stuff. And you heard uh, Rob Breckenridge talk about it uh, just before he wrapped up his show. Uh, facial recognition technology becoming a reality at Canadian airports. Air Canada announcing earlier this week it's rolling out a new voluntary digital identification option for some passengers flying through the Vancouver International Airport and visiting their lounge at Toronto's Pearson International. It is believed to be a first for Canadian airline. Uh, there are places in Europe that are doing this but aviation experts believe this is the first step towards the future of air travel let's talk with one of those experts John Gradick uh, is a professor in supply chain logistics operations and integrated aviation management at McGill University hey John welcome back to the show hey how are you I'm good John thanks for good. making time good. for us this afternoon so at, Not a problem. at first glance what do you what how, how do you describe this what what goes through your mind Oh, I think that, um, you know, the Jetsons <laughs> and understanding how the Jetsons, for those of us that are old enough to remember the Jetsons. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I think, you know, facial recognition uh, has been around many for a few, few years. I think that, you know, we're all used to our iPhones basically looking at facial recognition integrated within our iPhone security system. So it's becoming pretty ubiquitous in terms of its use and its technology. Um, and I think that uh, this was just a matter of time before the industry kind of tried to develop some standards that would apply this technology to security. So, John, how would this work then, or how is it working when it comes to Air Canada and, uh, and passengers using it right now? Uh, when you when you get to the airport, you know you have the option of basically opening up your, this application that's on your phone, uh, and it will basically uh, store your facial recognition, you know, um, image, um, and it will match you against a uh, an itinerary, a flight itinerary that mm -hmm. you have on your phone, uh, and then that itinerary. Uh, is what you're going to be using to guide you to your gate. Uh, so it's really just gate processing now. You still have to go through security. You still have to go through all of the good things associated with travel that uh, we've come used to. Uh, the one thing this will do is basically will facilitate the boarding of the aircraft where you don't have to stand in line and get your ID out and have yourself checked by a, uh, by a passenger agent at the, at the gate. So it's a much uh, more efficient process of boarding an airplane. And do, you, do you believe that it could lead to um, you know, less staff in the future? I mean, and, and speed up that entire process, maybe not even having to do the whole full security thing that we have to do now? Well, yeah, I think that, you know, you know whether that's, you know, next month or next year or next decade, yeah. you know, we still have we still have a number of people basically are still not comfortable yeah. with, you know, let alone, you know, facial recognition, let alone smartphone. My 96-year-old great, you know, grandmother basically can, doesn't even have a smartphone, so what do we do with her? Mm -hmm. uh, so you, st you still need this process, this manual process that we have. Uh, that really requires us to make sure that we have both facial recognition and also a, a way of handling the traditional way of doing it. So you're not going to get rid of a lot of people. Um, it will streamline the, the boarding process. 
uh, and that you know you you basically don't have these you won't have these long queues when you're boarding a 300 seat airplane that you have to start boarding the airplane mm-hmm. 40 minutes ahead of time. Uh, you can basically move passengers into an airplane much more efficiently and effectively using this technology. John, we know that uh, the airlines have had some major challenges over the past number of of months, and and one of those things is a is a lack of staff. Right there, there's been some real challenges on that front. Do you think that this is part of the reason why this is this is happening now, or is it just simply time? Well, I think it's 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 a question of it's both. I think you know the, the minister of transport's welcoming this as a, and he's you know pointing to this as a as a way to kind of improve the the flow of passengers at an airport. I'm not as optimistic as the minister because you know it's not going to replace anything. It's, it's just going to be an additional piece of technology that will be there over and above what I mentioned earlier. That for people that are not smartphone equipped and not not technology aware, you're still going to have the old processes in place. So it's going to take a while. It's going to take a good five to ten mm-hmm. years, in my opinion, before this becomes, you know, standard fare for the way in which we do business. And, John, you know, you touched on some of those challenges that uh, that uh, that are out there, the barriers to it, and one of them being that people aren't comfortable with it or people maybe are not using uh, the technology. But I think a lot of people would have some concerns about their privacy as well. What do we know about how Air Canada is, is trying to protect that privacy and make sure that... Um, things don't go haywire. Well, that, you know, and that that's a good question. I think Air Canada has been very uh, gracious in saying they're referring people to the terms and conditions in the, on the website to kind of give you the, uh, the reassurance. They won't over, you know, they won't openly say we're not keeping it. They're saying that the information will only be stored on your smartphone. Mm-hmm. Uh, it will be not stored in any Air Canada system that uh, you will be managing the availability and the, and the data will disappear within 36 hours of your planned arrival. So it's really the information about facial recognition software, the, the facial recognition pattern will only stay on your phone. Um, so with, is that going to always be the case? Don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. The, the, odds are, the odds are um, you'll have other agencies, probably like you know, border security or the uh, TFS, you know, the CATSA guys, yeah. uh, who may want to evolve that technology into some of their processes. So who knows where this will go? I think this is just a start of what facial recognition can do to an airport environment, and uh, we just have to be very, very aware of how this information is being shared. Well, and I think it's important to note, uh, though, uh, as well, it's already happening. I mean, you know, folks who have a, a Nexus card, um, like when I got my Nexus card, I had to have a, my retina scanned. That's biometric data that is that is being used to help uh, move the process along. Yep. It's not. So it's, this is not foreign. I think you know this. This takes the biometric on your retina a little one. You know, one mm-hmm. step further. Um, in that, as much as you know, they can, they can now. Typically, what I what I expect this thing to do. If you go to Dubai Airport, uh, Dubai has been probably as as advanced in biometrics as you can possibly be. Mm-hmm. They follow you around. You know, they they can see you move through the airport. Hmm. They know where you are. If the flight's 10 minutes before departure and you're sitting in the washroom, they know what stall you're in in the washroom. Wow. They, they follow you around. They know who you are, and they will chase you to basically make sure that, you know, they will <laughs> know where you are and get you on that airplane. So there are some 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 airports that have taken this technology uh, and made it, you know, very much part of their standard way of, of managing passenger flows. So, um, you know, the future has been deployed in other airports. We're not there yet, but, 
you know, we're testing this thing in various airport modes. Who knows where it's going to go? Yeah, it sounds like we're pa- playing a bit of catch-up or a lot of catch-up on this front. Uh, a, a lot. Uh, no, it's been, you know, you have airports in the States. I think I think it was in St. Martin in the in the Caribbean. Uh. That, you know, IATA's been prototyping this for about three years. Hmm. And you can go from the door of the airport to the door of your airplane in 15 minutes. Wow. Wow, that that but, would be but, nice. I mean, but, so imagine that. Yeah, I mean, being able to get to the point and not have to be there three hours beforehand. You you got it, and yeah, but they know where you are at every second of the mm. way. You know, as soon as you step onto the curb going into the airport, they facially recognize you, and you are you know scanned and followed through the whole airport. So you trade off convenience and speed with security and privacy. So. Yeah. That's the trade-off I think we're going to be faced with in Canada over the next few years. Oh, boy, oh, boy. Well, we'll continue to watch it. John, always appreciate your time and your insights. Thanks for making time for us this afternoon. Uh, my, my pleasure. Have a great afternoon. Yeah, you do. You too. John Gradick joining us from McGill University. He is a professor in aviation management, operations, integrated management. So always like talking with him. So um, on, on the privacy front, uh, the travelers... Who are using this um, again this is just a pilot project that's being used uh, Air Canada uh, between uh, Vancouver International and uh, those visiting their lounge at, uh, at Pearson so travelers have to grant consent each time they want to use their stored face print for a new trip that's according to the airline uh, facial recognition data as John said is stored for up to 36 hours after your flight departs in Air Canada servers and the airline says the information is only shared with its partner, um, with its partners who are who are powering the digital ID tech before it's deleted. Uh, you heard John mention that other airports are doing this. St. Martin Airport doing this. Frankfurt Airport in Germany announced earlier this month it would roll out biometrics uh, for uh, each step of the boarding process. Uh, Dubai, you heard about uh, the biometrics, the data, the facial recognition that is being uh, employed, deployed in that airport from the moment you walk in to the moment you get on the plane. Um, And again, you know, if you have your Nexus card, um, you would have had to or likely had your, your, your retina scan. So oftentimes you have to go through. Now, when I got my Nexus card, I had to have my retina scanned, but it, they wouldn't take for some reason. They said sometimes with blue eyes, there's a problem with that. Um, so it's a bit of a challenge. But, I mean, you know, oftentimes you're going up to that machine, you're looking into the the little thing, and boom, boom, okay, well, there's there's Jalen Nye. Off she goes because her eyes match what was stored in the data. Um, I, I love the idea of speeding up the process. I love the idea of speeding up the entire process, the whole, you know, from start to finish, not having to be there three hours before, standing in huge lines, that sort of thing. Uh, I know there's a lot of you that are concerned, obviously, about the privacy side uh, of it all. I guess my thing is, is, I mean, we can't even get the luggage right now to the right place in some of the cases. <laughs> you know, we just want to make sure that we get this right, don't we?